What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing out there? Man, it feels so good to be back with you guys this week. I want to give you guys a big shout out. First off, this is TJ from the Soapbox, and I'm your host today, of course. And again, I want to give you guys a great shout out to all of you out there that are grinding through the end of this year. I really appreciate you tuning in and listening to the knowledge and information that I'm going to share with you guys today. Just chew on it a little bit and we're going to grow as we move on into 2021. So with no further ado, let's jump into the episode. First off, I want to say Merry Christmas to everyone that's listening to the episode. I hope you guys had a wonderful holiday. I hope you continue to enjoy yourself with your family and your friends. And I know that the coronavirus has sort of put a damper on a lot of things that you were used to doing. But I really, truly hope that you guys are being able to find a way to grab the moment and enjoy yourselves as close to what you're used to as possible. Um, With that being said i want to say that i am really really sorry that i did not get an episode out to you guys last week me and my best friend and his brother um and his son we took a ride up to dc and it kind of rolled in through the weekend didn't get back until a little late so i wasn't able to really just sit down and push out an episode i I want you guys to understand that i try not to present just any kind of information or episode to you i really put time and effort into mapping out what i'm saying and the information that i'm using so i was more inclined to simply wait a week before i presented this information to you guys to be honest with you it kind of worked out better because what i'm going to talk about today really sort of rolls right along with the christmas season when we talk about this holiday season i'm almost 100 percent sure that everybody that i'm speaking to right now received some type of gift now we all know people give all different sizes of gifts but the truth of the matter is is that those gifts were given with a core symbolism now you know as well as i do that the gifts that you receive they represent a lot of different things but for the most part there's one element that all gifts tend to represent and that is the element of appreciation you see whether we realize it or not christmas is really all about appreciation sure we talk about joy and goodwill towards men and love but honestly at the core of all of that conversation is still a holiday that is based off the premise of a savior now i know that there are a bunch of people that listen to the podcast that may not be christian but do understand that when we look at the premise of the christmas holiday in itself we are actually celebrating the fact that a child was given to the world that would grow up to save the world and the gifts that were brought to that child were in commemoration of who that child was and what that child would eventually do it was an appreciation of a time yet to come so we have to take that weight into the conversation whether we believe in the christmas story or not that is basically what the christmas season embodied but it goes a little deeper 
deeper than that when we talk about the whole idea of giving gifts. Think about it. We give birthday gifts because we appreciate the time that someone has been living. We give wedding gifts because we appreciate the union of two people. We give anniversary gifts because we appreciate the time that a person has spent, whether it be with a person or a situation. We give Valentine's Day gifts because we appreciate the idea of a particular person and what that person actually means to us or could very well mean later on in life. All of these gifts show appreciation on these special days. But what about the everyday? What about the normal day? What about the gift of appreciation itself? See, we use holidays and special occasions to show our appreciation in a special way. But we need to sit back and ask ourselves questions. Are we appreciating people on an everyday basis? See, a Christmas gift is nice. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful thing. Anniversaries and birthdays are great. We truly do need to honor and commemorate the time and the legacy of a particular person's engagement in whatever it may be, whether it's a relationship, a job, whatever the situation may be. But what about the normal days? What about when there is no holiday, there's no special occasion? Are we really appreciating people for the value that they bring to our lives on a regular basis? And that's the subject matter that we pick up on today. Because it is very easy to give someone a gift to show your appreciation to them on a special day, on a holiday. It's relatively simple to do, but are we really incorporating appreciation into the lives and actions of people on a daily basis, especially when they're individuals who tend to deserve such appreciation regularly? So we have to cross a bridge first. Before we can talk about what this appreciation looks like, we have to take some time to discuss who should be appreciated. So we have to start with what is very much the most important factor, and that is ultimately anyone who adds value and substance to your life should be appreciated. So what am I saying? No, I'm not saying run around and buy everybody that you have value of gift. All right. That's an easy way to go broke. Plus that's very superficial, very surface because appreciation doesn't always have to be shown by giving someone something. One thing that we have to make clear is that people deserve to know that they have value. They deserve to know that their contribution to your life has substance and it matters to you. If we are neglecting to let people know these simple truths, then we are not giving them the general basis of appreciation that they deserve. Now, I'm not saying this is 100% easy because it can be very tricky. And the reason is, is because there are some people who tend to contribute more to your life than other people. There end up, in the end, there ends up being some people who actually have more value to you than others. In this case, an equivalent amount of appreciation should be sufficient. But what is insufficient is for you to show a subpar level of appreciation for the things that an individual have done for you or contribute to you. I have a best friend. While we tend to see certain things very differently, many of our normal concepts, many of our conversations, we see things very much so the same. In our inner, in our interactions, in our exchanges, we continue to grow and grow each other. We challenge each other to think above and outside of the boxes that normally you wouldn't see challenged. I appreciate the substance that my best friend imparts into my life. And periodically, I try to make that known because it is so important. It is so vital to have people that are tethered to you that actually 
actually bring some type of relevance to what they give to your life. But that brings us to the major problem that we see in this scenario, because most people are tethered to individuals who bring no true value to their lives at all. I'm sure there are many of you listening to me right now, and you may not be the person, but you may know the person that has a friend, a family member, somebody that is tied to their life that absolutely brings them no value whatsoever. As a matter of fact, we can even take this a step further because there are some of you that are tethered to people who actually devalue your life and your efforts for success. Ladies and gentlemen, let me make something clear to you. You will never climb a mountain if you are tied to a rooted tree. Let me make that clear. I'm going to say that one more time. You will never climb a mountain if you are tied to a rooted tree. Now, what that means is, is that there are some of you out there who have decided to cling to individuals who are doing nothing more than holding you back or dragging you down. You don't see the connection to your failures and their presence in your life, yet you continue to show them appreciation. What are you appreciating them for exactly? Giving you more problems, bringing you more headaches, more issues, more stress. There is absolutely no reason to cling to someone who gives you that type of negative energy. Now, that sounds easy, but it is very hard in some cases because there are a lot of people that you know, friends, family members, loved ones that could fall in that very category. And some people you can't just cut off. Some people are tied directly to you. And because of choices you made or decisions that happen, it's not as easy to just say, you know what? You're a leech. You're a drain. I'm cutting you off. Sometimes it's not that simple. But what I'm saying to you today is that those are individuals that you need to figure out some kind of way to work around. And at the earliest convenience that you can, you need to sever that tether so that you are not being drugged down or held back by their deficiency. Now, second, whenever someone contributes something that you cannot, have not, or will not do for yourself, they deserve appreciation. Now, this situation is probably the most commonly abused one because a lot of times what this requires is for the recipient to actually acknowledge some type of weakness, something they couldn't accomplish, something they could not do or would not do. In these type of situations, people's egos call Cause them to abuse your contribution and devalue you. That is a very, very serious situation. And it happens a lot. It's actually probably the more common one. Now, this one is also probably the most disrespectful one because truth be told, this one can almost seem like an insult, not just an insult to your contribution, but sometimes this one can even be seen as an insult to you. And what makes this worse is that a lot of times the individual who is the receiver recipient knows that you are doing things above and beyond, that you are accomplishing things that they can or cannot do. And all that does is continues to add layers of jealousy, envy, and their ego causes them to somewhat attack you at a sub level. Now, let me make this clear. There are many different institutions that abuse this element, but the one institution that seems to do it more than anything else is a job. I 
I'm sure there are plenty of you that are listening to me right now that you can count plenty of times where you or somebody that you know has operated above and beyond whatever their particular job requested of them. And the job viewed it as just another action. Or you didn't see that their appreciation for the action was just. A lot of times, employers will ask you to do things that nobody else can do or nobody else will do. One of the key elements that causes an error in the longevity of people staying in positions is because they don't feel appreciated. I haven't started talking about the leadership series that I'm going to do starting next month for the podcast. But the guy that I'm going to reference is John Maxwell. Maxwell is a genius, brilliant leader. And in his book on the irrefutable laws of leadership, one of his laws states clearly, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That is almost inevitable. You have to show appreciation for people's work. Now, in all of the jobs that I have worked, I can probably give you numerous occasions where this very same thing was either proven or disproven on the level of the appreciation that was being shown. But there is one scenario that I'd like to tell you about, and that happened with my previous administrator at the job that I'm at now. When I tell you that this man gave me hell, I am giving you an understatement. But there were two lessons that came out of this situation that I want to stress on this episode. He wrote me. He made sure sure that he identified every deficiency I had, every inconceivable action that I may or may not have taken. And he credited me for any errors that he could find that I was responsible for, whether I did them, a subordinate did them, or a subordinate of my subordinate did them. But you know what? He put me in a situation that was almost impossible. There was a task at my facility and he identified me twice to handle this very tag in two different locations. Both times I rose to the challenge. Both times I achieved exactly what he was wanting achieved. So one day in the midst of all of this, we're having our appreciation service for the staff at our facility. In the middle of this appreciation service, this man who I had grown to almost hate on a regular basis called me up to the front of the room in front of all these staff members. And he said to them, this is an example of real leadership. Mr. Lemon didn't argue, didn't complain, didn't gripe, didn't make excuses, just jumped in and handled what I needed him to handle. That is the example of leadership. At that moment, ladies and gentlemen, I felt appreciated. He didn't buy me a car. He didn't buy me a suit. He didn't give me a million dollars. He just acknowledged my contribution. That's what he did. And not only did he acknowledge it, but he made it clear to the crowd that he had been hard on me. He acknowledged that day that he had asked me to do a towering job and I did it and he appreciated. Sometimes people, that's all somebody wants. Sometimes they don't want the gold. They don't want the car. They don't want the fancy clothes. Sometimes people just want you to acknowledge what they did, their contribution. There's a young man right now, not going to call 
call his name, but he is in a really, really good position when it comes down to music and entertainment. He's in a different location. He's released some pretty big records throughout the country. He's been featured on a bunch of different shows. He's even had some daytime interviews on television. Believe it or not, this young man's whole music career would be nothing today if it were not for the contribution that me and my brother Tiger did for him. We did his very first recording. We developed the demo, the press kit that he used to get to where he is right now. We wrote his music. We produced his tracks. We did all of the engineering. And you know what? Throughout all of his success, throughout everything that he has achieved, he is yet to acknowledge our contribution. He's shown no appreciation for what we did for him. Now, we don't want anything special. We don't want any money. We don't want any time on television. We don't want any of that. But the least he could have done when he arrived was say, you know what? I want to give a shout out to these two guys because if it weren't for them, I would not be where I am today. Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, that's all people want. So in regards to my previous administration, when he had his going away party because he had gotten uh, a different position, I stood up at that party and I said to him and I said to the whole room that me and him had not seen eye to eye the whole time he had been there. But I had learned more working under him than I had for any administrator who had came before him. I appreciated him for pushing me and driving me to a level that I just could not reach without that type of drive. And I meant that and I mean it today. He is by far one of the single most important supervisors I have ever worked for. And he appreciated that statement. Ladies and gentlemen, that matters. People want to hear that you understand and acknowledge what they are doing for you in your life. Because I want you to think about something just for a minute. Imagine if they weren't there, would you be doing it? You see, in this section, you have to think about the fact that there are some people that catapulted you to where you are. And if it were not for their contribution, you would be where you were. How dare an individual who was living on the streets fall into the hands of a gracious individual who is willing to grab them and lift them up in society, give them a home, give them a job, give them a place to, to learn and grow. How dare that individual view that person any less than the contribution that they have given to them. But people do it every day. You got some knucklehead guys that are running around dating women. They have no job. They have no car. They have no type of incentive whatsoever for this woman. Yet she opens up her home. She opens up her vehicle. She opens up her life to this individual. And this person has the audacity to treat this woman as if she's a nobody, just another female that's out there. That happens all the time. And you wonder why people are upset. You wonder why people are aggressive. You wonder why people have those type of responses. That's because they're being abused. Ladies and gentlemen, that is abuse. That is taking advantage of a person. And you should never do that. And jobs are notorious for doing that. And a lot of times, that level of abuse is given because the job feels like you need them. And you do. You have to pay your bills. You have to take care of your family. So in many ways, they do have a leg up on you. But much like anything else,
else in the world, there are other jobs that you can have. Just like the scenario that I told you about the, the bum guy that gets with this female. There are other guys in the world, ladies. You do not have to not be appreciated. You do not have to not be appreciated at your job. But understand that if you're a leader, if you're somebody that's inside of a situation where you have people that depend on you, it, it will go a million miles for you if you just simply appreciate. Now, another group of people who deserve to be appreciated is a person that faces consequences for your action or on your behalf. I'm going to tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, and I didn't mean to turn this into a gripe against our government, but there's one group of people in this world who are treated 100% unfairly. And truth be told, it does not have to be that way, but that's our military. I don't know if you understand or not what these individuals who have decided to enlist into the military are actually saying to the world. But what they're saying is, is that we will stand on behalf of the people of our country in the face of any danger. And we will give our lives. We will give our time. We will give our effort to ensure that these people are safe so that they don't have to do it. Those individuals deserve our appreciation. I don't even understand how this is even possible, but anybody that is willing to do that for me and for my country shouldn't have to worry about a single thing their entire life. I don't care if they ain't do nothing but cook. Just the possibility that they could go out there and die on my behalf. They shouldn't have to worry about having a home. They shouldn't have to worry about, there is absolutely no reason. I don't even understand how in the world we have hungry, starving veterans. That makes no sense to me. What kind of appreciation are we showing to the people that are willing to give their very lives for us by letting them starve on the street? Don't have a home. That makes no sense. They're willing to make the sacrifice that nobody else is willing to do. That means if we were attacked, these are the people that are going to fight for us. These are the people that go to other countries in foreign lands and they do the things that we will not do or cannot do. I don't understand it. It makes no sense in the world to me that we could have a homeless, starving veteran. That, that don't even register in my mind as a possibility, yet it's all over the place. Makes no sense. And to my African-American brothers and sisters. Let me tell you something else about you. These individuals that fought for our freedoms, the African-American people that fought for us to have the right to do the things that we can do now, and those that are continuing to fight right now, these people deserve your appreciation. You ain't doing nothing. You're at home or at the cookout or at your job or around the corner complaining about the black condition in America, but you ain't making no different. They're out there standing for you. They're out there fighting for you. They're working their way into locations to help you. You're at home reaping the benefit. Think about that. If any civil litigation is passed in the next 10 years, what did you have to do with it? Nothing. You talk, you complain, you might have voted here or there, but did you really put boots on the ground and try to make a difference in the African-American community? These people deserve your appreciation. So to sit around and to complain about what they are doing or not doing, you're just as bad as anybody else. It's easy for you to Monday morning quarterback 
at what somebody should have did in this state or that state. But when it went down in your state, where were you? What did you say? Did you put anything out in the airways to try to enlighten people? Did you go do any kind of studying to try to help people understand the situation? Did you create anything that could help an African-American get beyond where they are right now? Did you try to mend any bridges whatsoever? No. All you did was complain. And yet you call yourself an advocate for what? Advocates fight. Advocates respond. Advocates speak out. You are no advocate. But you should appreciate those that are advocating for the change that you are going to enjoy. See, that's why appreciation is such a a major issue because it's such a slap in the face to the person that's actually putting in the work. That's why you should appreciate people when they do for you. You should appreciate people when they stand for you. You should appreciate people when they go above and beyond for you, especially when it's in a situation that you cannot or will not or could not do anything about. So what should this appreciation look like? Well, in all honesty, it's it's really kind of simple. The first thing, it should be appreciation and thought. Now, let me elaborate on that just a little bit because you have to understand that the level of appreciation has to coincide or should coincide with the level of contribution. For instance, let's say me and three of my friends decide that we are going to go and eat dinner. Let's say we decide we're going to go to Pizza Hut. And let's say along the ride to Pizza Hut, me and my three friends decide that we're going to chip in on paying for two pizzas and some wings. But all three of my friends are somewhat low on money. So I decide, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to chip in and I'm going to pay the bulk of the price on this meal. Appreciation of thought means that what my friends do at this point is they think to themselves, you know what, if he's paying the bulk of the price, then what we should probably do is allow him to get the bulk of the food. Now, of course, I could turn it down. I could half it off, whatever the case may be, but it should be my preference, not necessarily because I deserve it, but because my three friends appreciate my contribution. So they decide to show me an even level of appreciation by saying, you know what? You take first dibs on the pizza. And if you need to take any home, you go right ahead, bro. That's appreciation of thought. You should be thinking about the individuals that do for you and they should get preference when it comes down to doing anything for them. Now, there are so many Christian elements that I could throw into this situation when thinking about this whole concept of thought. But one key element goes right back to the Christmas day. The gifts that were brought were thought of because this individual is significant. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring gifts to him. Next is comments. You need to be appreciative in word because people need to hear that you appreciate what they're doing. Nobody's a mind reader. And even if they were, just the fact that you could take the action of saying, you know what, thank you so much for what it is that you did. That matters to people. You have to make sure that you vocalize, bring to life how you feel for what a person did, for what a person said, for how they are in general. Appreciate people in comment. The third level of appreciation that can definitely be shown is your advocation. Sometimes I understand that you appreciate the job that I've done by just your sheer ability to fight for me when I need you to. I may not want anything from you at all, but when it comes to a situation where I need you to have my back or when I need you to represent me in a certain type of way, you don't ever shy away. You don't back away. You handle it 
My best friend never fails me on advocacy. He always fights for me. Whenever I need him to represent me, he's always done it and he continues to do it. That's how I know, or that's one of the ways I know, that we have a strong friendship and he cares because he fights for what he cares for. You should fight for what you care for. You should fight for what you appreciate. Now, the next one's kind of sticky because it's called actions towards. A person can show you just how much they appreciate you by the actions that they demonstrate towards you. Sometimes people may not necessarily have words to say. They may have thought about you, but they just didn't know how to act or what to say. But their actions towards you show you they appreciate what you did. For instance, if I brought you a brand new coat, what would prove to me that you appreciated that gift was you wearing the coat. If I never saw you wear it or display it or even act as if it mattered, then of course, I'm not going to think it does because you didn't do anything to display or act or even show that you appreciated this item that I gave you. And the last action is help when you can. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no greater way to show your appreciation to a person than to help them in their time of need. When somebody needs you, they're at their lowest. They're at their weakest. They're reaching out for some type of aid, some type of assistance. If you can't help them when they need you, and you really could, now let's make sure we make that distinguishment because you can't help everybody all the time. But in a situation where you surely can help a person and they have done for you and continue to do for you, that appreciation can be shown through helping them in their time. I know so many people today that help so many people on a regular basis and they get shown no appreciation at all on a regular basis. It's very sad, especially when somebody goes out their way to do for you. The least you can do is help them when they need you. Even if they don't ask you for help any other time, if you can't help them when they cry out, how good of a friend are you? So I've went a little long, but I guess that kind of makes up for not having the episode last week. But what we definitely need to understand is that it's okay to give people gifts, TVs, cars, clothes, money, games, jewelry, whatever you can think of. It's okay. But appreciation is a year-round action. And that is something that people want and crave on a regular basis, and they deserve it. But they only deserve it if they are truly contributing to your life. If they bring substance and value to your existence, then they deserve your appreciation. But someone that devalues you and your efforts to succeed do not deserve the appreciation that you would give to someone who does the opposite. So we're going to make this pledge that we're going to identify these individuals who deserve appreciation. And we're not going to wait till Christmas. We're not going to wait till Valentine's Day. We're not going to wait till their birthday or their anniversary. We're going to show these people appreciation all throughout the year. Well, all right, guys, that's all I got for you this week. Um, Tune in next week because what we're going to do is we're going to actually be coming up on the new year. So I am going to start the leadership series. It's going to run for about 20 weeks, 20 eight weeks, something like that. And then we're going to move into season two of the soapbox. And in season two of the soapbox, we're going to have some fun because we're going to do all interviews. That's right. Season two is going to be all interviews. So I look forward to hearing from you guys. I look forward to talking to you guys. I can't wait to speak to you next week. Hold it down my soapboxes. I love you. Peace.